Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Warning, this episode does contain some strong language. From London, I'm Rochelle Travers, and this is The Standard. Safe to say 2023 has been quite the year for London theatre. The big daddies believe just a whiff of indecency or controversy could destroy the entire show. Okay, but what has this got to do with me? They want to know that if you should fall... You would bleed blue and not... Red, really? I just want to make you smile And maybe stay with you while Oh, open up your door Cause we've time to give And my feelings are so obscure Professionally speaking, two very good reasons. You asked to see the scans of the volunteers with the greatest effect. Are you interested in who they are? Of course. Two very different clinical histories, backgrounds, genders even, but they have one thing in common. They're both involved in an intense and protracted flirtation with each other. My dad's picking up at midnight. Ow! But you I know that I could come over, but not that I could stay over, but my mum was not having it. Okay, but did you try I tried everything in the plan. I gave them your mum's number, her email, her work address. They know she's a Christian. courtesy of Guys and Dolls, Retrograde, Standing at the Sky's Edge, The Effect, Sunset Boulevard, Sleepover and Crazy for You. That was just a taste of some of the incredible productions and performances to grace the capital over the past 12 months. Today we're bringing you a special episode with the Standard Theatre Podcast, looking ahead to the Evening Standard Theatre Awards. It's the 67th year of the event and it all takes place on Sunday the 19th of November at Claridge's Hotel. The star-studded ceremony will be hosted by the Evening Standard proprietor, Lord Lebedev, and co-hosted by actors David Harewood, Vanessa Kirby, Sir Ian McKellen and Sienna Miller. The event itself will be presented by writer and actor Susan Wakoma. Quite the lineup, eh? 
Anyway, the eligibility window for new performances and productions officially closed this week, and we now have the shortlist. Here's Nick Curtis, Nancy Duran, and Nick Clark from our culture team to tell you more. Nick, it's been a big week, hasn't it? <laughs> it's been a very big week, yeah. So this week we announced the shortlist for the 67th Evening Standard Theatre Awards. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. <laughs> they began in 1955, three years after the Mousetrap opened oh. in in London. And, well, bar a, a short break for COVID, they've been going ever since. And I think this year's shortlist is is cracking, really. Oh, I mean, it, it really so r- covers the whole gamut, you know, from the tiniest print show that, that sort of made it to, uh, to well, Nicole Scherzinger um, yeah. <laughs> belting her lungs out in uh, in Sunset I mean, Boulevard. It's so difficult to whittle it down. I mean, uh, it, I'm glad I was not one of the judges having to make these difficult choices. It kind of was. It was fun and there were some spirited discussions in the in the compilation sure. of the shortlist, I have to say, and some, uh, some fairly heavy, heated email arguments <laughs> going on as they were flying about between us over London. But, I mean, kudos to the, to, to the panel. They they worked really hard over the year. They went to see a hell of a lot of stuff. Oh, um, oh so difficult. It is. I know, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough, tough life. But I mean, but I mean, they're not paid to do this. They, you know, no, this is something extra on top no, of their, really, uh, yeah. their 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 super income. Dedicated. So they are. They're really dedicated. But um, I mean, if you just look at the list, I mean, I'm just picking out one thing. Um, the emerging talent list: mm. Taylor Russell, you know, TV star for making her stage debut in The Effect at the National Theatre. Andrew Richardson, who astonishingly had not performed professionally before playing Sky Masterson in uh, Guys and Dolls. And he made that role absolutely his own. He was great. Absolutely, I, I really that. thought he was like a proper seasoned musical yeah. theatre. Absolutely, for, I um, thought so. I kept no looking idea. at his biography, thinking, I kept, "This must be some massive theatre I've, I've never heard of, yeah. or some college, you know, barn that he'd been performing <laughs> in for <laughs> two years before." But also on there, Tatenda Shamiso, um, whose play about uh, transitioning from female to male, no ID, started out at Theatre Peckham and the Vaults. Oh. Um, yeah, the Vaults, sadly, no more, but made yeah. it to the Royal Court, and you know, now uh, they're on the uh, emerging talent shortlist and um, yeah. there are obviously lots of established names on there in the director's category mm-hmm. Rebecca Frecknell for that astonishing streetcar named Desire which looked so set to be a disaster when the lead actress oh. had to withdraw a week before opening night and then Patsy Farron stepped in and, uh, and uh, you triumph. know absolutely blew us all away <laughs> but she's up against her co-star and Jana Vassan who I think all the judges were, are, are huge fans of yeah, and you yeah, know yeah. Who the, this rightly. podcast yeah. is a stan account of anyway. absolutely <laughs> yeah. well theatre knows doesn't it really and Jana Vassan I think TV is slowly cottoning on the yes. fact that she is a major major talent she's I think so that's, charismatic yeah. I think you know, yeah. she's one of those actresses like in a smaller role or in a leading role like um, when she did A Doll's House yes. at the Lyric Hammersmith yes. she's just got that she's like a tiny person with massive charisma mm. absolutely but it's sure that category I think as well sort of shows the spread of stuff you've got Streetcar which is a modern classic you've yeah. got Sophie Okonedo doing Medea in a mm. brand new theatre you know yeah. so yeah. her place yeah. Yeah. That, you know, that was an absolute wow and you've got Rachel Sterling you know theatrical royalty doing Private Lives yeah. Yeah, um, exactly. So it, it just gives you an idea of the sort of richness. I tell you what, the National Theatre has done bloody well. Oh. The no- National Theatre has year. a huge number of nominations yeah. here. I mean, two of the category, two of the nominees for best new play: uh, "The Motive in the Queue" by Jack Thorne and "Dear England" by James Graham, who won for yep. uh, Best of Enemies last year. And the subject yeah. matters couldn't be more different. Really. They couldn't be more different. <laughs> both, they were incredible. Both fantastic plays. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I think as, as well, if you look at the nominations for best musical, you've got "Guys and Dolls," which is a sort of rock solid classic you know yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a bad production of that and this is an excellent production yeah. of that 
but it's up against this yeah, this three weird, new musicals. yeah three new musicals one set on a housing estate in Sheffield standing at the at the sky's edge one about the problems of being a queer performer working as an usher on Broadway trying to get your first musical written which mm. follows a sort of it's called a strange loop and the narrative loops back endlessly on itself it's very strange and uh, Tammy Faye a musical and, about a, a televangelist on a, and on another a James Graham joint there another as well Graham, yeah. James Graham joint absolutely yes yeah for a quick break. Nick Curtis, Nancy Doran and Nick Clark from our culture team will be back in just a moment. Why not hit rate and follow in the meantime? It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Difficult to whittle it down to a shortlist, but it was great to just remind oneself of all the astonishing stuff that uh, that has gone on this year. Well, I know, and I just think, sorry, Nick, yeah. I just, I just sort of think, you know, after the f- couple of years, I keep harping on about it. Hopefully, we'll be able to shut up mm. about it, sort of come end of this year. But the, the couple <laughs> of years theatre had before um, that, yeah, it just is absolutely amazing to me that this kind of quality of work has sprung up, like you know, absolutely. like like sort of green shoots out of yeah. absolutely. Well, I was yeah. going to say Nothing. none more visible than in most promising playwright. Who I think you look at those names and those productions, and you think, wow, these are young, vital voices. That yes, have, you know that that deserve the, this recognition. I mean, we're looking at you know, Anishka Lucas for for Elephant here, mm. Kimberly. Untitled Fuck Miss Saigon play. And of course, Sleepover. Yeah. Matilda Feyasayo Ibini, who, which we absolutely loved on this podcast. And yeah. Many yeah. Other people and the too. last on the list is Isley Lynn for the swell at the Orange Street. One of the nice things, I mean, quite often in award season, the frustration in theatre is that shows are quite often finished by the time that they're mm. recognised. So, you know, suddenly they can't slap it on the poster. They can't tell people to go and see it. Mm. This is, is, of course, just the shortlist and the awards themselves will be announced on the 19th. But right now you can see Anushka Lucas's Elephant because it's been brought back at the bush. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, uh, that's if you're listening to this podcast when it first drops. That is, uh, yes. it's only on for a fairly <laughs> short up, run. There. If you're on catch up, you missed it. But you can also see uh, the motive in the queue that's yep. transferring shortly to the Dear West England. End, and you can see Deering, yeah, which is which we think is the only the second play ever to play in the Prince Edward Theatre. Certainly the first one since I think 1945. Right, play as opposed to musical. As opposed to musical, or as uh, you know, I mean, it was a cinema for a long time, and it was, I think, a combined services club for a long time during the war. Mm. Oh. Well, there you go. God, but as you say, also, stuff. Guys, guys and Dolls <laughs> I'm still running, standing at the sky's edge, coming to the West End. Yes. Yeah, year. that's true. That's so there is a lot well. of, absolutely a lot of things here. Sunset Boulevard's only just opened. Well, yeah. yeah. Good luck getting a ticket to that. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes, 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 it's true. No. And crazy for you as well. I mean, that's, uh, you know, there is a, a whole lot. 
the audiences can go and see. Well, the winners will be revealed on November the 19th during the course of a star-studded event at Claridge's. But it's not just the stars that we're celebrating in these awards. It's everybody, really, who, yeah. who gets the show on night after night. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that's, uh, that's one thing I think, you know, and the, the nice thing about the awards is it's, as Stephen Daldry once said to me, it's the, it's the sort of starting gun on the party season. It's the first one of the year. And after that, it's just booze all the way down to Christmas <laughs> yeah. and the new year. Um, but it's also, it's, this is a really a time for the industry to come together, you know, yeah. and, and sort of celebrate each other so I think it's great don't forget to follow the standard theatre podcast for all the latest reviews news and interviews straight from theatreland this Sunday they'll be marking the National Theatre's 60th anniversary with their Deputy Arts Director Clint Dyer and speaking to Charlie Brooks about her West End debut in Ocean at the End of the Lane all that as well as reviews for Sunset Boulevard and Portia Coughlin And that's it from this podcast. The Standard will be back tomorrow at 4pm. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.